Oh, boys. Oh, girls. Oh, everybody. Thank you for listening to Height Drop episode 28. It's a bonus episode. Big bonus. Double drops this week. Check it out. Yeah, that's uh, Tunji Aiga. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. I think he's a uh, Nigerian, and uh, he's a hot up-and-comer with uh, the track Bring Your Friends. And you guys should always know that you bring your friends onto High Drop Podcast. We brought my friends on this week, and Giles, uh, we had, last week we had a bunch of people staying at the Maxwell, my casa, and it was pretty wild. And of course, though, we got some awesome recordings done, so... This week, we got Giles Longley on the podcast. You, I mean, what can I say? Giles is just just a fucking hero, a legend in the parkour community, a living legend. He's been involved with pretty much anything you could think of um, in, like his, in his era. He was in the Flow Show, doing, doing a lot of video production and filming. He's a practitioner. He's probably been practicing longer than almost anyone you've ever met. Um, believe it or not, and he's super talented with his movement, but he's he's definitely well-known for his videography and his production. He founded the Modus Projects, um, one of the hottest up-and-coming teams now in the world of parkour. He's also worked with Storm on a number of their biggest and best videos. Um, like, you know, just off the top of my head, like the Barcelona video is one of my favorites. Um, I worked with him during the Storm America tour, and you know, I don't know. I can't say enough nice things about the guy. He's a extremely hard worker, extremely dedicated and passionate to uh, the discipline and the art form of parkour and video making and the culture of parkour and just helping us all grow together. So, big ups to Giles and one of his most you know prodigal sons here. Um, all the guys on the Modus projects are just insane prodigies, to be fair. But but George is is uh, you know. They're all unique as well, and but I, I don't know. There's something about George that's just super fun as well. He's he's just got a magnetic personality for whatever reason. He's just really funny guy, thick accent, thick thick Irish Irish accent. He's kind of got a. I can't even really do his accent. It's so thick, but it's it's a pleasure to listen to. And it's and and of course, um, if you don't know him, again, all these people are going to be in the description. All Giles and and uh, George's info. But George is just a heavy hitter right now. He's he's burst onto the scene. He's got one of his biggest, you know, well-known tricks is this flat ground double side flip, which virtually no one can do. Um, and you know, again, besides being such a personality, he's he's also a very hard worker, very you know, kind of focused, interesting guy. And uh, it's exciting to see you know all the different characters coming out now that are getting into parkour and. And uh, we're lucky to have both these guys as part of our community and part of, I'm super lucky to have them on the podcast and, and staying with me um, last week. So shout out to these boys. They're all, they're all at uh, NAPC now and in Vancouver, of course. So that competition is happening. It's popping off this weekend. 
And uh, I'm very, very envious of all those guys out there. I really wish I could have made it out this year. I love the event. I love being a part of it. I've been a part of it since its inception, since the first one. And um, I can't believe I'm not going to be up there this week. But uh, unfortunately, I just couldn't swing it. So um, shout out to everyone out in Vancouver right now. And of course, our guests. These guys are, are some of the best people I know. And they... You know, there's going to be, I don't think George is competing. He's not really super keen on that, but um, I'm sure he'll be cheering on his teammates and Modus Projects, some of them defending their titles in their respective divisions and uh, events. But also, um, you know, regardless of, of how the competition goes, always always a good idea to be paying attention to the Modus Projects and what these guys are doing. They are definitely um, some inspiring figures and... And they're really pushing pushing the sport in, in every direction with video content, with the culture, with the clothing that they produce. They just put out this sick little whatever they're called, like not fanny pack, but like a fanny pack that you wear on your shoulder if you want. I don't know. Just like a bag, a mini bag. I forget what it's called, but it's sick. Um, they always have like a cool collection going on with their with their fashion or whatever their collections that they release. They always have a theme. It's really nice. Always well thought together put, or well thought out and put together and you know they've done some really amazing projects i couldn't i couldn't sing enough praises about both these guys and the modus projects and i hope to get the rest of the modus projects guys all on a podcast one day um individually and as a group even who knows so thank you guys for joining me I, I, again if you're listening i don't know if they listen but <laughs> they're gonna um they're gonna be thanked anyhow i really appreciate these guys coming on and uh and sharing some stuff with you guys. So without further ado, let me pass you off. Again, find everything in the description. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll meet you guys back at the other end of this episode, but um, everything you need to know is in that description. Here's George and Giles. Rip. All right, this episode is dedicated to the one and only, the late, the great Barry Chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed. Yes. Uh, I'm sitting here with, we're in my bedroom. Yeah, we've been sequestered away. The boys, the 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 onslaught of men that are living in my apartment right now are taking over the living room, and we're we're up in my bedroom. It's a little more romantic. So if if you guys are feeling sensual at any point in this episode, listeners or guests, you'll know why. <laughs> I mean, I'm literally lying starfished on a bed right now, so feeling good. Feeling good. Uh, that's Giles. Giles, thank you guys for coming on. Giles Campbell Longley. Yes, indeed. Uh, Darling. The legend. Founder of Modus Projects. Creator. What do you go by? Creator or founder? F- uh, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Okay. Did it. <laughs> and then, of course, George McGowan. Thank you for having me on, Brandon. Uh, my pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> the star member of Modus Projects. Well, not, <laughs> not exactly. Easily. A, easily. A star member. A star member. One of the funniest. Uh, easily. Thank you, so Giles. First of all, let's uh, let's inform the listeners who the fuck is Barry Chuckle. Uh, Barry Chuckle is one half of the Chuckle Brothers, and um, the Chuckle Brothers were an iconic comedy duo throughout basically my childhood, George's, everyone's childhood. Yeah, everyone's. If you grew up in England in the last probably 20, 30 years, these guys were would were, were sort of household legends. Um, and one of them died, seventy two years old, passed away, surrounded by family, friends. Probably some fucking weird comedy so props and stuff. So it's a heartwarming tale. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. sounds like he had a good life. Sort of. I mean, he's dead. Yeah. But he did a song with Tinchy Strider, which we listened to earlier, and it was fucking awful. So, 
It was a yeah. sad thing to wake up to. It was the first thing, the first thing I heard yeah, this morning. You guys, that was not a good showing. I was like, Who the, who's Barry Chuckle? And they showed me that video. Did she started it? Yeah, yeah, it was awful. Fucking terrible. One of the worst videos An I've awful seen. awful representation of comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be doing better than I think that. It, I don't think it, was, it, was, it wasn't meant to be comedy. It was meant to be grime music. With to me, to you, to me, to you, <laughs> thrown in the mix. Uh, you guys are out here, of course, for the international. We just yes. it just closed down. We just watched it all go down, all the action. What was your guys' take on it? George, can you take over? Because I'm about to cough. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was awesome. There's a lot of good athletes there and uh, good ability. I was judging the men's freestyle competition. It was sick. Nate took away the win, and who's Tyler? Tyler came second. Peterberg. Yeah. Pewterbar. Yep. Is that how you say it? Pewterbar. Yeah. Pewterbar. The man, Charlie Havlon, third from Storm Free Run. Yeah. But yeah. Fucking was, stormed in there. Yeah, it was fucking good competition. Indeed. I uh, I, I, think, like, what was your favorite event if you had one? Skill. Yeah, skill, skill, skill for sure. Sick. I feel like skill used to be considered, like, the kind of, the, the like, little add-on. And now it's like, and I feel like that's why they put it the day before. And they have, like... This, the style is the premier event and now it's like well skill is clearly just like you set the hardest fucking yeah. challenges and then you give them three three chances and it's like well the guy who gets all of these is clearly the best athlete mm. which is yeah. obviously Tim Champion yeah well I think I think, <laughs> I think if you genuinely enjoy parkour you're gonna find the skill challenge the most entertaining yeah like yeah, for it's the most, different it's reasons it's very much the most like actual training yeah yeah, yeah. Like nobody really trains the way that you compete in yeah. any other competition except for skill i feel like it's, it's less like of competition similar. between people yeah it's, it's more, more like against a competition yourself. for you yeah yep i think that's one of the reasons why yeah. people like it and people don't typically hate competing in it even no if, uh, yeah yeah i haven't met anyone who's like gone in to try it done the qualifier got through and then like Maybe they got knocked out early on, but they've never come away being like, oh, the pressure was too much. They're like, that just felt like some really sick training with some friends. Yeah. Mm. So For sure. It's really cool. I missed it. I wish I could have competed. Yeah. Of course, Big I up. got this giant bruise on my ass. <laughs> which, and uh, a concussion. I, I don't have a concussion. <laughs> I don't have a concussion. Almost concussion. Almost concussion. I got a bump on my head, that's for sure. It's actually just tender. From, I was uh, sitting, uh, for those who don't know, those listening in, was sitting down in the one and only Golden Boy often the host or guest chair for this very podcast and uh we were chatting with some random girl on live stream i don't even know who what was her name amy something amy yeah shout out to amy something (laughs) uh and uh i tried to show her my machete from panama (laughs) and in the process of pulling my machete off the wall i yanked also a large a very large wooden picture frame onto my own goddamn head And so, yeah, that was a terrible way to start my day. I think it's actually fucked my whole weekend up a little yeah. bit. I've been yep. feeling a little out of it. I'm surprised it didn't jaw your neck. It's fucking heavy. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, like, I've been like, like doing this the whole time. I've been like doing my bobblehead exercises, yeah. just yeah. trying yeah. to figure out if anything's wrong, but it feels okay. Nice. Uh, yeah. Look pretty beautiful. I, I just want to give a big up to Hendo, who is sitting on the bedroom floor for not only coming second in speed, but also coming second in uh, the skill competition, <laughs> which was a bit of a. Was it a last minute entry? Uh, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. A, I don't know if you can hear him, but it was a last minute decision, and he ended up coming second, second to Tim Champion. Tim, big chilling champion. So. Big chilling. Yeah, and to be to be honest, like if you'd beaten Tim, I would have been pissed. So I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> so he was he was real close. Because if yeah. you had landed that one attempt, that first attempt at the Power Kong, yeah, you would have yeah. had three attempts basically yep. to figure that other challenge out, and uh, you probably would have done it. I, yeah. I reckon. But, but I, I couldn't. I don't want to see Tim cry ever. So. 
I don't think Broom he would cry. Heart. Tim's a good sportsman. I think Tim's too big chill. I think Tim's yeah, too big Tim's chill. Tim's too big chill. Even when he won, he showed yep. no emotion. <laughs> no emotion. I can't wait to get Tim on like, the podcast. Yeah, I won. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like him. Um, can you tell us about right now you got the Modus Projects uh, series? Obviously, <laughs> you guys did a massive tour through the USA last year. It's finally coming to fruition. People can see it. Yeah, and live it and yeah. learn about what happened. Uh, yeah, so last year I basically was like, let's try and do a really big, sick trip for all the athletes. Um, sourced a load of money, kind of threw it at it. And we traveled east to west. So we went from Boston all the way across the West Coast and then up to Vancouver. Uh, finishing with the NAPC, not in some kind of from here to there, Corey and Jesse epic tale to end at the competition. It was just coincidence. So we just, we'd ended up there. Um, sickest trip, like super, super sick. And yeah, we just, I, I just wanted to give the athletes like the time of their lives, which I think we did. We had yeah, ups, sure. ups and downs along the sure. way. Um, and the intention was to straight away get home, edit that thing and make it into a feature length mm. and preferably sell it. Cause I'm, I'm quite a believer in us needing to sort of grow the industry and everything. So I wanted to be another person who was going to step up to the plate and say like, here's some content. And we're, we were only going to say it for a couple of quid, like yeah. two, three quid or something, not like a full length yeah. kind of RCA type thing. Um, and then it just took, I, I came back and I had to work loads to basically try and sort of pay off the debt that I had acquired throughout that trip. And um, yeah, so, so it sat on the sidelines for quite a while, but we finally shot a whole load of interviews to go alongside it. And we've drafted a number of episodes and I'm, I'm working on polishing up all the edits at the moment. Um, and yeah, we're, we're releasing it weekly now, which is in some ways I was like, oh, I wanted to be another person kind of pushing that 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 pay-per-view content but yeah. actually when you look at how useful it is to have a bigger youtube following etc it's th there's nothing wrong with that so yeah weekly videos for the next sort of 10 to 12 weeks Holla. which should be cool and they're really dope i've seen several little clips yeah. and there'll probably be a few episodes out maybe by the time this this airs yeah hopefully. at least one probably two or three yep um yeah it's it's banging content you guys definitely need to pat yourselves on the back for that one thank you but uh thank you yeah i'm excited to see the full full rest of it but like on that on that point, like what do you what, do you think we're close? Where where what, what's the next uh, pay per view thing happening? Are you are you scared a little bit of these projects? Because this is a theme. It happened to me. <laughs> it happened to Storm. Yeah. It's happened to Modus now. Yeah. You start out with these big fucking ideas, and then uh, what? I mean, I think it's, that's it's so, so difficult the, the, to to actually execute to to fruition. Yeah. The the thing that I essentially encountered was that. I was the sole person putting in the, the, the sort of all of the money into this trip. Mm. Um, I was also the sole person who was in charge of editing it. Like the guys have ranging levels of editing skills and things, but there's no one, no one's really sort of stepped up and been like, I want to be the Motus video guy. Like mm -hmm. we have Johnston on board. Luke does video. Like there's a whole load of them. Johnston's definitely probably the one who does the most video, but he's been at university and loads of things. So, there was no way I could turn to him and be like, Johnson, here you go, edit all this shit. Like, and I, I simply don't have enough money to, to pay him. Yep. Um, and I think that's been the biggest, the biggest sort of fool for a lot of these people is that you, it's very easy to spend a month on the road and shoot loads of stuff. To dedicate three months of basically day-to-day -day work to make something that is worthy of being sold. Because I think we're screwing up if we sell stuff that's crap. 
Like if you're gonna sell yeah, something, yeah. like if, if you're, you're fucking gonna, yourself in the foot, you're shooting yourself in the foot and yeah. potentially the whole of the community. You yeah, think? yeah, yeah. If you're if you're asking somebody for money for video content, it's got to be better than what you can get for free on YouTube. Otherwise, mm. it's like, why did I pay for this? Mm. Um, so, yeah, there's that. And I mean, I, you kind of look at Stora and when they did RCA, for example, they were in definitely as a brand sort of and probably personally slightly better financially positioned so that people like Toby essentially could dedicate much more time while the others are also out growing the brand etc etc so he could basically just be dedicated to that project mm. um, and I mean we're, we're, we're getting there like I'd, I'd love kind of the next time we do something like this to be able to say to Johnston like look here is a budget if you want to edit just you get on it because for me in terms of video stuff now it's like it's all got a bit I've just got too much to handle. So mm. I struggle to get like really, really creative because I'm also dealing with the, the clothes and everything else. Um, yeah. yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. a lot. But if it, if you get to that threshold where you finally break through and you cannot like open up all the yeah. more space for yourself, I think that's like, then you get to diminishing returns, but it's a super steep curve to hit to that plateau yeah. maybe or to like that, that I don't know. I mean, I, uh, tail end of last year, I basically hit this point where I suddenly was like, this business has outgrown me and I need help. Um, so I've, I've sort of delegated some bits that are not, mm -hmm. I'm not amazing at to sort of people outside just regarding like bookkeeping and accountancy and all this, all this stuff. Um, and then we're trying to delegate more within all the sponsored athletes in terms of content creation and social yeah. media and stuff. So it's tough. We're almost, yeah, it feels like everyone's got to put on a few different hats yeah. oh, to make a career out you, of you cannot, parkour. You can't just you be can't anything. wear one hat. You look at all, even, yeah. even the best athletes in the world in parkour, yeah. I don't think there's a They're single brilliant at number of, a number yeah. of things. I don't think there's a single one who's just relying on being like, yeah, I can jump really far. Yeah, yeah it doesn't it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter how good like, you are, you need a different skill set. Even if it's just being really good at social media and jumping. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like uh, that social media thing is hugely important. Yeah. For right. sure. How did you get started by the way? Like uh what's the origin story from I mean f first of all from Modus projects, I don't for those who don't know including myself, I don't really know the full Modus project story and then how did George get on the team being from Ireland and being from Northern Ireland, yeah. like who the fuck found you up there, and like how did you? Uh, well, I trained for years. I trained for about eight years before I met Giles, and then I knew Luke. I trained with Luke, and uh, the he's, rest saying, of the boys. he's saying Luke, by the way, not Luke. Hey, he yeah. says it the way that he wants to. Okay, <laughs> don't diss the accent, Giles. I'm a people, fan. I'm a fan of the accent. Love people fan. love this accent. I'm a huge You're, fan. We've actually done an homage to George a few times on our yeah. podcast. He is, he's not. He is unaware, but we we talk like you. Yeah. yeah. As much as possible. People on this love the accent. But anyway, yeah, you, so you, were, yeah. you were training yeah. with Luke. Yeah, I was training with Luke uh, and Kale and stuff for Love Movement. And then I came back to England a few months later for Nice Jam that was in Guildford. Mm. And that's when, well, I didn't meet Giles, but Giles saw me training. And then and instantly, I was like, he's an attractive young boy. No, <laughs> no, that's a terrible, dirty, that's dirty a terrible thing to say. What, <laughs> what does modus really mean? That, huh? just, that just fell into the fucking... Mo-touch. Mo that, that fell into the <laughs> stereotype that so many people have given me. Um... I mean, just to rewind, I, I've obviously been around for too long now, <laughs> trying to yeah. trying to find something I can I can sort of get involved in. Um, and I was my my interest in fashion was growing a little bit and stuff like this. And I was just like, why? I always thought about starting a brand, but I was like, well, I'm not a team or an athlete or anything like this. Mm -hmm. But I was like, well, why why the fuck can't I? So I basically was just like, cool, I'm going to do it. So I set up the brand. Um, went pretty heavy in regards to because I was 
living as a as a filmmaker so i had sort of some income so i invested fairly heavily into the first collection um in regards to the, the clothing and also the amount of time and content i put into it which i think helped because there was a bigger spark rather than trickling in um yeah. about a year into that i was like well I didn't want to sponsor any athletes until I could pay them like a proper salary. But I think that's very wishful thinking, especially in this sport. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, well, let, let me see who I can kind of connect with. And Keelan's like a local guy. He's, he's quite close to me. And I'd, I'd known Max and Luke through events and things. So, mm. and, and Marks as well. Um, so these guys kind of came in actually. And we then did this UK tour, which was 2016, right? 2017. Was it 2017? Yeah, it was only a year and a bit ago. Nah. No, wait. it was. It was only one year. Was that the same year we went to America? Yeah, it was the same year. Jesus. Yeah, okay, all right. Charles is losing it in his old age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So we, we did this UK tour, and um, and I'd met George. I'd, well, yeah, we didn't really meet. I'd yeah, seen we, you in we, passing at a jam and be like, oh, this is this guy. Because yeah. you just rooted a, a roof gap, right? No. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. There'd be I one did, clip. Uh, really over like a flat riff gap and then Yeah. There was something else. I'd seen one clip of George. And then and I then made I... that video, remember I made like a one day training video? Yeah, that was it. But I already knew but that was after I'd I think it was the Rudy over the riff yeah, gap. Yeah, I'd seen this gap and I was like, Oh, this guy's cool and then I saw him at this jam and was like, Oh you're right, mate, yeah, I saw your clip, cool, good job. Uh and then he messages me on Facebook about a week before the UK tour and just says what are the dates, the exact dates and times of all the events that you're going to do? I'm just going to fly myself over and come along. Basically, like, I want to get more involved. I'm going to yeah. dedicate. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we've got a van. That, that, that initiative. Yeah, yeah. But That's I just what went, we call initiative <laughs> in business. I was like, we've got a van and there's one extra space. Just, just fuck it. Hopping board. And wow. I genuinely, I had no idea what he was going to be like. Like, I just, <laughs> I'd met him so briefly. Yeah. And by the end of the tour, we did our final day in London, dropped George at the airport and we all headed home. And in like the Motors group chat within like half an hour, every single person was like, when is George being added? Like he has to be added because <laughs> he's just the most fucking ridiculously I th- likable. I thought that I wasn't going to get man. added either. Like, jolly I thought, little I man. I thought it wasn't going to happen. Why? Because it, like, it was like, there was three days of nothing. So it was just like, Oh, it's just not. It's not gonna happen. I was like, oh, it's fair enough. Was that? I mean, <laughs> what from like the end of the first day? Were you? Uh, yeah, when no, you when, flew, when, when I you went, flew home, were you like, oh, there's a chance? He wanted that text no, message when, when at I, that when I 31 home, minute mark. He wanted to be like, nah, all right, when you're I on. Flew, yeah. No, no. When I flew home, I was like, hopefully, hopefully something happens. But then I didn't get the message for like three days. We got like just make you sweat a little two, bit. Two days. So <laughs> I was like, after like a day, I was like, oh yeah, it's. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not gonna happen. It's like when you meet a nice girl and you yeah, swap, and you you swap you, numbers. That's Still, also she doesn't call the business. You're that, just like, oh yeah, okay. doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but uh, he was he was the most obvious addition because not only in terms of skill, talent, everything else, but character has been one of my favorite people to ever spend time with. Yeah, yeah. You don't fuck around. You seem like wise beyond your years. It seems like how old are you? Twenty. Twenty. 20, but he's got like the personality I've of a seen, 45 year I've old. I've seen many things. Like, and I mean that as a compliment. <laughs> many I mean like a, a charismatic 40, like you just have too much experience it feels yeah. like. Yep. I've seen many things, eyes. heard many things. George's background <laughs> in Ireland. Ireland. Please tell us one of these things. I don't Anyone? know what to say. Okay, George, tell us a story. Yeah, what is it about the Ireland and Northern Ireland that hardens you? Tell, tell me. I don't know. What about the big, culture? the big bonfire and the guy who said it on light? What happened to him? He got killed. <laughs> but it's just like it's just culture like I don't know I think maybe 
I think maybe in the culture it's like I don't know people seem to be more mature almost like mm. like a lot of my friends like, I think when you're around street beatings murder and everything else you just, probably have to grow up a little bit faster than, than yeah I don't know it's just like it's me just the living culture. in fucking Kent like hello yeah, posh boy yeah <laughs> George has lived, basically. Northern Ireland is not the nicest of places. I really do think there's, like, a formula for that, though. Like, you're touching on something that's, re- like, actually real. And I think oh, no, it's yeah, super sure. interesting. Like, wherever you are, whatever their culture is, like, yeah, if you're surrounded by death, murder, you real gr- struggles. Yeah. Old, old school. We'll call it the old school pool of human struggles. Yep. When when people only live to a thirty, that's when you have to grow up early. Yeah, like yeah. You, have, you should be an adult by twenty because then you get at least ten years of adulting. Yeah. And this is probably why I still feel like I'm about eighteen because I just get into panics over the most basic things because I probably was just too kind of cuddled in my youth. Like, oh no, everything's fine. Yeah. Oh, I think that's why everyone shits on millennials and like gener- yeah, yeah, this generation yeah, yeah. is because they've basically been given this huge window for growth. Yeah. Like they basically like, no one expects them to grow up until they're 30. Yeah. And so no one does almost. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's, it's kind of weird, but it's also, I don't know that it's a terrible thing. I think it's like basically, you know, I heard someone say the other day that like our parents are the first generation to have a childhood. Yeah, Does maybe. That make yeah, sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Makes like sense. basically, the, the childhood as we know it, like that, that they were the first parents to get it, just because they finally broken through from yeah. just shit, just like the things that make George older for twenty. Yeah, Robbie's, yeah, Robbie's very similar. Robbie's, yeah, Robbie's, Robbie's growing up in a rough part of Scotland, and he's like, I mean, he can be a kid, he can fully yeah. be a kid, but also. He's, he's definitely mature like, most times. Yeah, yeah he's, he, he's sure. seen people get stabbed at school and stuff, and it's just like, why, whoa. Why, why are people getting stabbed though? For real? Like, what do you think that's from? What, like, we, it doesn't. Like, when you think of Ireland and Scotland, you don't think, you don't necessarily, like, as an American at least, you don't think um, issues of like violence and and I don't know. You just I think you, there's you, issues you of violence kind of assume, everywhere. Absolutely, but you also just kind of assume that it's all good. Like, unless you live, like, in some really terrible, uh... Yeah. I don't yeah. know, just, like, I guess there's, like, there's a lot of impoverished areas, I have to mm-hmm. imagine. Like, that's where it happens. Yeah, no, sort of, sort of. It's like council estates and stuff. Yeah, like, but also governments will try and blend areas so they won't have all the sort of, all the impoverished people in one area. So you'll get, you will get a blend of, yeah. especially at schools, so you'll, you'll get a blend, so... See, that's the opposite. We 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 try to segregate up yeah. here in the in the nah, United States. It seems like, like yeah, yeah. It's one of the biggest problems, probably, with our with our nation. Honestly, yeah. I think there's lots of people trying to combat that, but like, everyone's like, but then, but then, who's stabbing who? In the, just, in this, the just, I mean, who's shooting who, shoot, who, shoot who in America? Like, it's 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 a similar thing. It's it's well, I mean, it's, I, well, that's where for me, that's what I'm saying. It's like almost all impoverished impoverished people yeah I mean that's, generally that's probably is the case mm-hmm. I mean I, I don't know anyone who's been stabbed yeah like I I, I yeah from, I, know from memory. I think stabbed. it's a direct whereas correlation whereas George knows found. people who's been stabbed um, I mean Northern Ireland and Scotland do seem to have their their issues definitely compared to kind of mainland England and I mean southern England where I'm from is horribly posh yeah like oh, it's yeah. really even to the extent where training in my area is just like you, you don't get that kind of general assumption. I mean, of look like, at the shirt you're wearing for fuck's sake. I know, I look <laughs> fucking glorious. Um, would, you, would, would someone beat the shit out of him for wearing that shirt where you're from, George? Mm, they might give him some abuse. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know about beating the shit. Well, I don't know. It depends. I'm Maybe pretty like, certain you've beaten people up on the street for looking like I do. I hear, I feel like you have like these legendary stories. 
You're like Chuck Norris from Ireland. Chuck Norris. Like, he, 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 George has fought ten men at once and, like, killed them all with one punch. Not like exactly. Like that comes not out. exactly. I, I not exactly. <laughs> but kind not of. exactly, but not far off. Did you see the Facebook video the other day? No. Oh. It's a brawl. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to throw it. I thought you saw There's video footage of you fighting. <laughs> and I haven't seen it. Can you pull it up right now? No. Oh, come on. I don't want to throw George under the bus here, but it's a great I'm trying video. To be you're trying to clean up, I'm trying to be mature and clean up my... He's trying to clean up his image. My, he, my image. Again, wise beyond his yeah, ears. Yeah, yeah. Wise beyond his ears. He, he only drinks water yeah. now as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm off the alcohol. Yeah. Not that I ever drank that much anyway, but... Well, Irish, it's like pretty yeah. common to, uh, to have that alcoholic dependency. I mean, gene, most of my right? friends drink three to four times a week. Damn, son. And I don't mean drinking, I mean... Getting, drinking getting me drunk binging. Yeah, like yeah getting yeah. drunk yeah getting fucked up yeah. i feel like when you there was this uh, it was around the same time that you kind of reached out before the uk tour where you basically were like you just decided yeah, I wanted to get away from like watching like people that i grew up with like they're doing the same stuff like they're going out drinking working taking drugs it's like i just didn't want to fall into the same trap because like I know people who are a lot older than me, like in their thirties, who are still like mm. in the same town, like where I live, just doing the same thing over and over and over again. I just, if like I wanted to make the most out of a talent, like was that part of where you got that initiative to reach out to Giles? Is like yeah, yeah. that's what I was gonna say. Saw, I wanted to make something happen. Like I realized that it doesn't matter how good you are. Like it's rare that an opportunity is gonna come to you. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter how much better you are or if you're as good as other people like it doesn't matter you need to you need to put the grind in or else nothing's gonna happen yeah i would back that up in the sense that he yeah he you definitely sort of essentially it felt like you were just like i'm going to fucking graft like i'm gonna get my name out there yeah what is it like for you now like where you see yourself going and you feel like you're still on the right path and yeah i've heard you say things about firefighter and shit like that though yeah like i want to build a career for after parkour because like I want to do something that's a career it's going to last nearly a whole lifetime and not just yeah I want to be a firefighter ideally but you know what's to like, see what happens I mean this is this is totally really really honest but I hear that and it's like genuinely like not heartbreaking that you're thinking that way but it's the fact that already I can't supply that it's not because I, I look at like people like George and I see that he has that initiative and he like wants to get out mm-hmm. and I'm like fuck I need to speed up motors and get motors to a stage where I can pay George's salary just to be a professional athlete mm-hmm. so that he can live like that and during that period find extra passion whether it be photography or social media because I mean brands grow and brands need extra people to work for them whether it be yeah just there's a, there's a whole back end thing and if in, in three years time I can employ George as a member of staff and give him a salary as not necessarily just an athlete but yeah. more than that so that he doesn't have to be a fucking firefighter. That's like, that's all I want. And mm. like, I kind of want that for like anyone who wants to be involved and is going to give back in a way. Um, and yeah, I, I'm stressing like the last like year or so is because I mean, the the guys I initially sponsored when they were kind of 15, 16 are all now 17, 18. Yeah. And that's the age that you finish school, you potentially go to university or you get a job. And if you get a part-time job or in a full-time job, you get tied into that. They're like, oh no, you, you can't take this week off to go yeah, to yeah. Sweden or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I, I, all I want to do is be in a position where I'm like, here's a wage. Like you don't have to stress about that. It might not be much right now, but here's a wage. And I can pay these guys a bit for kind of social media and we have different ways that they can earn bits of money. But I'm like, fuck, I really need to speed this thing up. And it's really fucking scary and it's really tough. Because it's, I, yeah, it's, it's, 
with people like George specifically, I'm like, fuck, he wants it, so I want to give it back. That's awesome. I mean, that's it's it's. I mean, it's really great that he has somebody like you trying to blaze that trail for him as well. Yeah, for sure. It's not. Re- I mean, it's it's rare to find someone that they feel like actually strongly about that. Mm. You know, and we need we need more Giles. Well, the the thing. I think there's, you know? there's a lot of opportunities for people to build brands and do similar things. Yeah, like there's so much room for brands, not necessarily to like feed yourself, but to to feed. Well, not 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 even just brands for businesses. If you know what I mean, mm-hmm. there's so mm-hmm. much opportunity to build something that creates money, and it's like, oh, scary money. I don't want to sort of. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. There's the, the whole money thing in, in sport, but it's like, I want to get to a stage where I can cr- like essentially bring in tons of money from this growing sport and supply it to people who are passionate and want to make a living off of this. Yeah. And it's like, yes, obviously I want to pay myself a wage, but yeah, I, that's that's kind of the, the, the driving passion behind this. And it's really scary because I, I don't want to let, I mean, uh, Max Barker, 17, yeah. he'll leave school in a year. I don't want him to have to fucking get a job in Tesco and suddenly he can't train half as much as he can. And it's like, mm. shit, well, then his training time goes out the window. It's, it's really, yeah. Godspeed, Giles. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I could say, man. Yeah. I, I, I mean, hopefully, like, you know, if you're out there, definitely go be listening and check that Modus Projects out. It is one of the, the most innovative, exciting things happening in the world of parkour right now. And I, genuinely mean that thank you just like everything you guys do i'm always hyped about and excited to see more of and i definitely want to see the same thing happen for for george and for max and anyone yeah. who's interested oh fuck um just yanked my own headphone set out <laughs> fuck. uh yeah george would you be like is that what you want ideally yeah, of course like, like if you ideally i would love to make a career obviously out of parkour full time mm-hmm. and i'm more than willing to put in the work and I want, like, because Jazz has done so much for us, obviously, again, and I want to give it back, like, him taking us to America and stuff, like, obviously, I want to give it back. Like, it's not even about the money. Like, mm. I just want to help grow the brand. Yeah, it's weird. I think, um, oh, I had a thought, and then I had to burp, and I lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, by the way, well, yeah, I lost my train of thought. Why don't you take your shirt off, Giles? I mean, me and George got no, our shirts off. You don't need to see me with my shirt <laughs> off. Come on, man. I'm your age, but my metabolism is somebody twice your age. Yeah, but let's just see it. You look- Man's repping the dad board. <laughs> yeah, George, Hendo's taking his oh, shirt okay. off. We're all getting topless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now there's five men. Now I feel like I'm in some weird fucking sex show. <laughs> That's what I want you to feel like, right, dude. The high drop back. always gets a little weird, um, especially towards s- the end of the episode. Straight back down the on the second bed. half, the first first half is always pretty serious and the second half is yeah, always it's like a awkward bit. pauses yeah. and now it's like take your fucking shirt off take your titties out come yeah. on Giles where's my beer I don't know where's your beer <laughs> I didn't get one actually I forgot to get one I gave you a beer but I forgot to bring it upstairs oh. in all the in all the yeah. hype um, Hendo would you do me a giant favor and do me a flavor do me Hendo's a flavor. got some big nips Hendo is gonna some do this nips. faster than anyone else <laughs> in the world could do it but he yeah, looks we're like talking about man. we're gonna have to have a nipple. If you and Tim do the episode, there's gonna be the photo of your nipple against Tim's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. I got fucking hairy nipples. <laughs> yeah, you got some good. You got some hairy See, nipples. See, George has more chest hair than me, and he's <laughs> he's like significantly that's younger. Wisdom. That's, that's wisdom. That's how you know. I feel like that's where it lives. Yeah. I feel like it lives on the side of your cheeks and on your chest. For every so person, George, she's stabbed. He grows next to chest George hair. is older than me. It looks like a Batman symbol, doesn't it? <laughs> like, it's fucking epic, actually. Yeah. Look. Doesn't. <laughs> 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 He's got the bat wing chest hair. Batman symbol. 
fucking dumb. Oh, Jesus, George. There you go. That Thanks, is a glimpse. Hendo. Thanks, Hendo. That's Maybe a that's glimpse. A secret. Maybe I am Batman. You're the man. A glimpse into George's oh, comedy. Oh, my yeah. God. When When is the triple side going down, George? Fucking uh, saying that you're the man to do it. says this all the time. It's happened in two weeks' time. It would Honestly, though, if anyone was to do it, I feel like you would be the one. This is the thing. You're the only one that I know that double sides on flat. Actually, one other guy one did, other it dude did recently. It. I didn't see yeah, that one so other dude. Yeah, so fuck him. Do it, do it before. Were you in there first? He tried triple side? Claim the Instagram likes. He tried triple side and didn't make it. Yeah, you're going to make it. It's too much impact. I honestly think maybe I'll try in a gym well, on the like, foam with mats. I and see. I've seen you do it off a horse onto a foam pit. Nah. Nah? I've done it off trampolines into foam pits. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking. You I've can never do done that. What, what, what happens if you... Like how? Why can't? Why is it too much impact? Is it because you can't roll out of it to call it a landing? Well, yeah, like I mean, like what is the? I, I mean, even I'm if so confused, even if I rules. did it and backwards rolled out of it or something, I'd still be happy, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, I just feel like the impact, like three whole flips and then landing, like even if you do double side flip off something significantly, like maybe like even like six foot, seven foot, like it's f- a lot of impact. George one hundred percent has standing double back on flat, because I've seen him prep it. But he's never sent it. I think this is your. You, you need to start. Come on, man. We got. We got to grow the brand. Two bro. people have done it now. We're, it's a race against time. Yeah, you got to get that viral. Yeah, get that double back. Did it. Oh no, it was two. Two people have done it now. Yeah, it's two I people. reckon you're hyper talented, but you lack a, a chink in your brain that allows you to commit to new scary things. No, I, I was tr- close to trying it before. Yeah, I reckon I was you can really do it. close to trying it before, and I was just like, we're gonna go to Woodward, and we're gonna pad you up and you're going to send both things I could do it with word off the tumble track to the flat yeah. yeah and then we'll just take you outside concrete and be like boom <laughs> I don't know about Ed that Ed Scott doesn't like the sound of that <laughs> no I like the sound of that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about concrete but, no, I, but reckon, I reckon triple side is a, it, triple side within the next 12 months will be a thing and then once somebody there's a guy who's actually done it off your gym ball and sand yeah, oh, that's yeah, a, yeah, that's a gimbal. Stomped it. That's a gimbal to sand. Yeah, but still, he stomped it. I mean, it. human leg power. Well, maybe it's a sand then is the next Yeah, yeah, yeah. sand instead of grass. Within 12 yeah. months, one person would have at least done it, and then I reckon there'll be a little wave. Not a crazy wave, but there'll be a little wave. Well, I mean, those um, peak tricks are like so... You know, like you wonder how long the Kong double gainer is going to hold up before yeah. someone else hits well, that. I think yeah, that, I one was, that one was... Fucked like that was completely fucked because also it's very uh location specific, yeah. You like, need a fucking good spot for it. I reckon Travis wouldn't have sent it if it was to sand, uh, grass. anything but sand. You also, mean. like, I also reckon that if Keon Chan had that spot, he would have sent it a long time, yeah. Ago. I think Keon Chan has been stomping it in the gym for what like a year, maybe, yeah, maybe off low, like off something. I mean, there's literally low. probably three people in the world who could do it, who could do it. Yeah. And two of them are Travis and Kane Chan. I can't think of the other one, but like, well, I don't they, even know. I don't know someone else. Maybe two. Maybe two. Yo, shout out to Kalen. I went bad on I mean, Mormon's last he's episode. Not, he's I feel really bad. <laughs> I was like fucking shit. I just like real quick, another shout out, big love, big love, I mean, big ups Kay- to, to Kaylin. He's not going to hear this for two years. No, yeah, so. he's going to be in New Zealand or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. giving out Bibles. Yeah, if, you, if, you're, Ken, if you're like 17 and you're listening to this and you hear this, then then big up. Big, big up, Kaylin Chan. Yep. Big he's ups. changed the sport for sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's made, it's crazy what impact he's made with his short, such a short career. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And he has the biggest precision right. in parkour. And the biggest pre in parkour is what I'm told. He yeah. does have the biggest pre in parkour. Uh, please George please tell witness. us the story. George is a witness. Tell us him. more. <laughs> okay, so basically... <laughs> <laughs> it's in the Airwhip Gym 2017. We're all training before 
the competition and there's this big standing prix which some people might know because it's a Kong Prix down in the trampoline room it's a Kong Prix down from a fat box into a fat plyo and it's like well I tried the standing prix and like it's like my max standing prix so I got it like just about on my toes like you know you your knees bend out and you wobble to yeah, stay yeah. on the object like just got it after a lot of tries and I think Kai it was I think Kai do it yes. yeah I think Kai like did it and was like yeah it's fucking big and Kaelin Chan comes over just fucking stands at it for no more than two seconds just lobs himself fucking overshoots it and just steps off the wall <laughs> and we're just like what like like the fuck was this- it off the logs no no nah, no was- okay. I know the one you're talking about okay, yeah. yeah I know the one you're talking about which is also fucking massive but okay. it's not that one but it's not that one it's yeah and, and since that day George has claimed that Ken Chan has the biggest standing precision in I don't know if he has the biggest standing precision but it's definitely up there <laughs> god I wish we had like rankings yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to start hype, I want to start hype drop uh, like awards or whatever yeah just give out best pre yeah best uh, best fault horribly inaccurate even, yeah even if they're just for, just for the year yeah yeah we'll yeah. update every year and then we can have a hall of fame later on oh you know what I want to do and yeah. I've never I don't know I've ever said this publicly I want there to be a parkour hall of fame because I mean skateboarding 100%. has it everything else has skateboarding it skateboarding has a whole of fame alright yeah oh, Tony Hawk's like, yeah yeah I don't know I don't really know what that means or how it how it works but like if I need to make one in Someone my fucking needs- like do I just make one in my living room and call it the hall of fame yeah do it pretty like, much <laughs> pretty much yeah I think that's the if only had, way to go if you had a gym like it'd be sick to put it in a big gym yeah yeah or like somewhere cool but like I'll just pop my name on there and be like oh like, whoops for example <laughs> where's it gonna be though in the UK <laughs> the airwhip gym is that where it should live the airwhip gym has something pretty sick it well, has you know it has that big trophy stand and it has like they've got all the all the, the awards and they've got photo there's a photo of Robbie you know a big yeah, yeah. a big massive framed photo yeah of him doing a stride in Santorini but it's like they have like basically everyone who's from Sweden all their medals and like trophies from like old art emotions and like different mm. competitions like on the wall but there needs to it's almost be cool. like a governing body that is kind of it 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 at the end I got I don't know at the end of every year they get together and they're like who has I mean, maybe it's somebody who's been working for the last 10 years and if they've kind of just, it's like, okay, this person, because you, you get it, you get like Tony Hawk and things and they'll be like, oh, he's yeah. dedicated his entire life to this. I'm like, feeling like once like all the brands are big enough, like you're saying, there'll be like the big wigs from each brand come yeah. around and they'll just be like, all right, we're going to found this foundation. We're going to pump, you know, 1.1% of profits into this for the first year, just get it off it the ground or something. It would just be a sick thing to have, I think. It's like recognition. that happen too. Because there are people who've come into this sport and disappeared. You know, we don't even have a really good Wikipedia page still. No. And I think we- Tim Sheaf probably has one that's like probably fairly <laughs> topped off and things like that. But yeah, there, there should be like, I mean, I was looking up... I mean, even I might want to fucking just write this just for the just for the sake, just for the record keeping while it's still fresh in my mind, so I can remember it. It's just like, you know, there's no recording of like who won tonight. Yeah. Except on like Instagram posts and shit. Like I want it should be online, living forever somewhere. Yeah, I mean, you know? it kind of has to be for it to be taken seriously, surely. Yeah. Like if you can look back and say, oh shit, Nate Weston for the last decade won every single style comp. You're like, <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking hell. <laughs> like, because, yeah, it'll be fun to just look back and just, I mean, I don't know. I love thinking about lore and shit. Yeah. Like, when I watch fighting and everything, like the Tyson, yeah. like, oh, you always think, like, oh, who would beat, what, could Deontay beat Tyson? Yeah. You know, could Lomachenko beat Floyd? Yeah. You know, like, all these things, like, they don't match up. You can't ever get them to match yeah, up. You'll yeah. Ne- yeah, you'll never know. But yeah. I think also outside of competition, you get stuff where, like, people have made huge impacts in the sport, and then years later, do you only really realize? And, like, I mean, Kai is obviously still around, but... One of the his two is it 2012 or 2013? Yeah, 2012. That video, 
I think up until last year, there were five things that still had never been done apart from by him. Yeah. I think still now, that Kong Prix. There's the Kong Prix that... Um, Abdullah tried. Abdullah tried. Still no one's done it. Broke both his arms on. Oh, Kai hit that. Kai yeah, hit Kai that hit in that, that video. He's the there's only the, person. There's the dive Kong Prix at Hayward Gallery. No one's yeah. ever done it. There's the IMAX... Although that was a skip-off. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was good. It was but there's beast. the IMAX Kong Prix that now loads of people have done. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he set, he raised... This is fucking five in years one year, ago. Yeah. He raised the bar to a level that still has not been properly matched. 100%. Regarding specific... Obviously, yeah, it's like, I feel like those tentpole, like... Yeah, practitioners like they really drive, like they rise the tide around them so yeah. much. And you like don't. They, I mean, I think Dylan Baker is that for yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, 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 don't, I credit him with pretty much everything that I have. Not everything, obviously. I'd have a share in it, but if not for Dylan Baker, I would never have reached the heights that I reached in my own training. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think anyone. I mean, I feel like the majority of the world looks at sort of Dylan slash Colorado and thinks like that is why the sense exist. Yeah, like hundred percent. I don't. I don't remember anyone really pioneering descents before Dylan, aside from no. like maybe one story turn vault drop. Like yeah. No, no, no. I don't no, think. I don't think he was, was anyone. Like, one, the first or one of the first to freak with it, and yeah. like I've, I've definitely been like super inspired, and I'm super lucky to have grown up and had access to that kind of training and that yeah, kind yeah, of inspiration. Yeah. Like I mean, the same way that Kai had access to Ilabaka, yeah, Philly D, like yeah. these people, they just kind of push you to be like better than. Than even they can be sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is nuts, because uh, just because of the era that you grow up in, yeah. you know. And no, then, and then when you mature, so you, when you mature as an athlete, you kind of like there's a there's a time Sebastian Foucault when he was talking about in his lectures. There's like your time when you're carrying the torch, you have the fire, yeah. and then eventually you kind of shift to like water, is yeah. what he calls it, where you're just like you're not on fire anymore. Yeah, you're still very fluid, you smooth, you can do a lot of amazing things, but you're not explosive like you are for a certain era yeah, of your you're training. not at the peak like yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're not at the peak anymore but like fuck it yeah, i mean there's there's a number of ways to look at that and like i think well firstly the worst thing is anyone who tries to be the fire when they've kind of burnt out is it gets awkward because oh, yeah. they just become bitter and things yeah. but also like water is one of the most powerful things on the fucking planet like you see a body of water smashing it like it's insane and there's nothing wrong i don't think with essentially recognizing that you're not gonna be one of the most progressive athletes in the world yeah but using that potential to do more with it if you know what i mean yeah. i think that's 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 well yeah and, and, and then just just be just because like uh what you just reminded me of is like the other side of that coin is ryan ford yeah you know like that's that's what he did yeah you know like the, yes dylan I, I think credit with a lot to do with uh with everything that has happened in colorado but also I if mean, not Jared for Apex, if it wasn't for like yeah. Ryan's vision and creating this gyms, and if he had if he had like stuck on and tried to hold on to this, this oh I'm the fucking best, I'm on the tribe, I was the first American pro free runner kind of yep. like thing for too long, and not transitioned and parlayed it into like a whole other yeah. educational side, then you know none of this stuff could have existed I'm, either. I, I mean, I could be wrong here, but I feel like Jared and Hulu wouldn't exist without Apex. Oh. I'm sure it and wouldn't. he is a fucking. And he's a fucking. He's a video game. He's a video yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. He's a video game on expert mode with cheat codes like applied. Yeah, it's hundred percent fucked when you see him on bars. Yeah, it makes no sense. And it's just, I mean, we we can look from uh, Colorado from the outside, and it is like just this talent pool of just in, old it, tryhard guys too. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's so many people coming up who yeah. are just killing it. And it's because the community, yeah, everyone's just surrounded by people who inspire them. Yeah, it's so fucking sick. Well, yeah, we are. We, when I look across the, when I look to UK, I see that across like the pond. tenfold, not tenfold, but I just see like 
the the future it feels like yeah it feels like we're looking forwards because you guys have had what we've had just for longer so yep. it's more built out excuse me and like i guess it's similar in in that you guys do have to like access different communities but england is so much smaller than yeah than even like california or roughly the same size as california yeah, right? yeah. so it's like our our communities sometimes it's just a beast to to connect well, I think we I, I, we look at you for essentially the communities that have been built up around gyms. Because mm. like we still have literally a handful of decent gyms in the UK, yeah. and obviously the UK yeah. is smaller, so there there can't be three hundred gyms or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But there is still this huge opportunity. I mean, you look at Rotherham, the the gym up there, Nova City, and there's Elise, and there's these kids coming. I mean, Elise won the girls' yeah, challenge, challenge last year, and she's twelve, thirteen, like. Yeah, these, 13. Yeah, these 13. gyms are pumping out, or not not pumping out yet, but they, they provide the opportunity to basically create insanely talented people. So, and we, I think I always look at America and I'm like, shit, Alex. if I had a gym, <laughs> what was that? Put bitching in over there, George. <laughs> my bottle off. Flacking your, flacking your bottle around. <laughs> are you uh, you're single right now, George, right? No, I'm not single. I have a girlfriend. Right? I yeah. thought you go, you go back together? Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. Ladies. <laughs> Ladies, you you missed out. You yeah. missed your chance, but don't 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 miss the next opportunity. Hopefully yeah. there isn't one, right? Hopefully not. Um, yeah, ho- hopefully not. I miss. I uh, wish you guys very well. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know your girlfriend. I feel like shitty that I would be like telling girls like, "Yeah, hey, watch out for McGowan next time he's single." Is that that's just I, disrespectful? I, I, I appreciate the advertisement, <laughs> Brandon. Digging a hole. <laughs> I'm digging a fat hole. No, you're not. It's okay. I'm uh. <laughs> Hey, you know, sometimes I just think that uh, the accent's just too good. He's fucking. I think you do really well over here if you're tr- and he loves you single. He's got a good dad bod. American girls love the accent. Yep, they when, do when they can understand it. Hundred percent. Yeah, they love the dad bod. My my dad. <laughs> the shred bods are out. It's all about the dad bod. It's all about dad bod, baby. Get that fucking ball cap going. Yeah. yeah. Point it forward. Girls want some chub. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just pooped myself. Um. <laughs> I mean, just because we're talking about women, I feel like this thing is probably overrunning, but fucking big up Sarah because she's amazing. But I'll yeah, leave, big up to Sarah. I'll leave putting it up with all yeah. that bullshit. I couldn't yeah. believe. I mean, let's just talk about something quickly. Robbie and Max missed their flight from Sweden to America. They should be here right now. Sarah then <laughs> helps book them tickets to Vancouver, drives home early from visiting her parents to essentially rescue them. They stay in my house for three nights. Probably trash the place. It's probably on fire. <laughs> And uh, yeah, she's incredible. So that's that's the thing. And she's looked after all of us too. So, no, everyone sees Motors and they're like, "Oh, Giles, the founder of Motors Project." So basically, I founded it and then just passed the torch to Sarah and was like, <laughs> yeah. "Can't deal with it. Help me." <laughs> <laughs> Nothing would be possible without Sarah. It, genuinely, in the last year, probably half of the shit I've done wouldn't be possible without Sarah. Yeah. So, but anyway, I mean, that's a bit soppy. So yeah, like, yeah, man. fuck bitches get money. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, but you're nothing without a, the love of a good woman, aren't you, Jones? Exactly. Um, yeah, boys. I'm single, though. I guess I'm the only one. Fuck. Yeah, and you got double beds. Hey, doggy. <laughs> you got, and a, I got a big bed. bed. It's I not a, a double bed. It's a I'm sweating king. into it's, it right is this? now. This is a king size, queen, it's a queen size. size. Yeah, queen size. You yeah. guys got to put the word out for those Irish and English girls then next time I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I feel like English girls love American accents. Do they? Yeah, yeah, they do. They, yeah, they know I, they do for I thought sure. They sound like, I thought, don't we sound like we're dumb though? Nah, no, no not you. You're eloquent. Oh, nah. yeah, baby. Yeah. You're not I've got a, a wide set vocabulary. Yeah. <laughs> 
good debonair. Uh, yeah. No, I'll hook you up. I got some. I got some girlfriends who aren't girlfriends. That's not I me. Mean. Yeah. Um, but by the time I go to UK, who knows? Yeah. Maybe I'll have met the one. You can oh. be married by then, brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's his name? Valentin said I was gonna be having a child by the time he saw me next. And I was what, like, is he a psychic? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, did he read your palm? <laughs> We did see a tarot card reader on the street morning. Oh, really? the street this morning. It was like just some fucking bum, this drugged out bum, <laughs> this drugged out bum, just like with a shitty cardboard. T- I mean, oh yeah, you gotta feel bad for the impoverished, yeah. but still, it was just like some guy, just with a bucket hat on, uh, just looked like he was just dozed out of his mind, just kind of like making shit up. Like, yeah, man, like, uh, and your future's looking pretty. Bright, Wait, did you actually, actually stop with him? No, I just like overheard him. Uh, as we were. Yeah. And we, the guy that was getting his tarot card reading done, he looked up at us like, fuck, why did I do this? Like, help me. Can help you me. stop him from telling me shit so I can leave? Like, I regret my decision so badly. Uh, what were we talking about? Valentine? Valentine. Said you were going to be. He says he, he anticipates me to have a child by next by this time next year. I mean, maybe accidentally. Valentine has many things and a second ta- is not one takes of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope he's not. I would I would hope that he's uh, wrong. It only about takes this. one time for a child. Random one time. You got away protection. <sighs> Did anyone on see now, his dance boys. moves earlier? <laughs> huh? His he's, dance moves? Yeah, you did not see Valentine's dance moves earlier. Where was he dancing? In the middle of the gym by himself. <laughs> <laughs> did no one see it? No. I just looked over and he was grooving. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'll be. I've been known to do that. Yeah. I can't hate. I can't talk shit because I'll. But although, I have really good dance moves. So yeah, you say? I'm sure you do. <laughs> um, shit, boys. What's one? What's one more story? Tell us a tale from the, from the tour. Something that people are gonna uh, cringe at and or. I mean, there's no footage of the four-hour bath, so that could be a thing. But that's yeah, kind of the four-hour bath. Four bath. Nah, but maybe that's, that's also just, that's dishing dirt, and it's like a bit mean to one specific individual. Uh, um, what else is there? I mean, it's fucking chaos. I just want to end on a banger. Give me, give me something. Give me, it's, give me, give me a good story, <sighs> and we can send this thing off because I know that you guys. Taxation is fast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what is that? What did you just say? Taxation is theft. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, go on. Yeah. Tell well, us more. I don't think George Tell has any more. more to say on that. No, I don't know. It, it is what it is. It is exactly what I said. The jackal. The jackal. Are you yeah. not taxed in, in, in Dublin? Or in, uh, in Ireland? Excuse me. I just was betrayed your, your Northern Taxi- Irish. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> are you not taxed? Are you not taxed? George, do or you, you pay tax? When I, when I pay you money, I'm going to be completely honest. I've never paid any tax in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, to each our revenue and customs, I don't exist. They're going to come knocking on your door. <laughs> so when, I'm when not you, even is a person. Is even a real name? Yeah. yeah. Is How it do you know? Uh, maybe this isn't even me. Is this, is this How do you even alias? know that I'm 20? How do you know I'm Northern Irish? I have no idea. This could all be a first. Yeah. Yeah. What's your real voice? God damn it. Can you do an English voice? Do an English accent? No. Please. I can't do accents. You have to speak closer to the microphone. I'll give you my best Northern Irish. No, Irish. 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 I think I said that twice. George, mouth against the microphone. Come on now, kiss it. No, I'm not giving any accents. Okay. (laughs) Um, Who's it? Tom, someone was like, every time you do an accent, you sound Indian or something. (laughs) That's why I want to hear it. Go on, give me your Irish accent. You guys want to see... Wait, 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 hold on. I'm going to give my... My George. My George McGowan. 
Oh, I got. I mean, a that's for, not bad. I got a banger for you actually. For the first three you weeks. You gotta give me something to say. Maybe the first three weeks of America. Luke, every time he spoke to George and anyone else, no, actually, he still doesn't know. He imitates George's accent. <laughs> he speaks Irish. Just he'll be like, "So are we going swimming or what?" And I'm like, "Luke, that's not your accent." He's like, "Yeah, it is." I'm like, "No, it's not." Like, this, this podcast is pretty sick, no? <laughs> <laughs> like, that was pretty good. To be fair. Yeah, yeah, like, right. Luke still does it. He did it in Sweden when we got there. He was speaking to me, and then he was just like, "Fuck, I'm doing it again." <laughs> just picks it up. Um, I think all the bangers, unless we're not going to talk about the four-hour bath because it's explicit. Give me, give me some context. What is the four? Uh, well, okay. why, else four you, why else would you spend Luke four hours? Luke went for a four-hour bath. Okay. If you know what I mean, with the water on in the whole time. <laughs> no, but the thing is that that's wasn't a the, massive wank session. No, but yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't course, even who, one. Of course. Every uh, who, single. Who the fuck can like? <laughs> did anyone check it's his a nuts? Fucking wrinkled wank session. <laughs> <laughs> Every single his, Airbnb. His hands like ripped for his own pleasure. Not, yeah, not once. That point. Not once. Every single Airbnb, he'd have a bath. <laughs> no, wait. The best one is. But can you bleep out his name? How Just... the fuck can you guys not? Hey, you guys, how many times have you wanked at my house since you've been here? Be honest. Nineteen. None. Oh, George, come on now. Once, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my drain's gonna be fucking clogged. At least, by the time at least, at least I'm being honest. <laughs> What's wrong with saying you know 19? Fucked, 19 you know what's is fucked a- is I don't even fucking jerk off when you guys are here because I fucking out of respect <laughs> for you guys. That's why I feel clean lying in your bed right now. Can you bleep out bleep out Luke's name? Do no, don't bleep that. I can't. I don't can't. Bleep it's it. too late. No, leave it to me. Then they could think it was you. He's a 17 That's or 18 fun. year old boy. There's nothing to be shame, no, shameful about. I feel about. bad. I feel he's bad. a high sex drive. He's a, he's, a, he's a young strapping lad. But almost every Airbnb is, is walking into that bathroom with a fucking I, his the, laptop. The best one was, sure. I walked out <laughs> in LA. We we're staying in the Airbnb and I walked through the room. And like, I, I walked out and the bathroom was straight in front of the bedroom. I walked out and he was just, we locked eye contact and he was walking into the bathroom with his laptop. He just looked me straight in the eye and said, yeah, I'm going for a wank. <laughs> At least he's honest. Yeah, but I was I, like, I just, fair enough. Was yeah. Just... I mean, At that age though, you really can't help it. Yeah. He's, he, he, I mean. We're all young one day. You're all, yeah. Yeah, at one time. There's, um, there's been worse things that have happened on this planet. I'm sure. But yeah, I mean that, that that's one of the few things that we actually don't show in this America footage. Well, there thank, is there is a huge thank amount. Of, God, there's a huge amount of disgusting. I don't know if you can show that on YouTube anyway. Nah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's kind of the border. But anything before that is probably getting shown in the next ten episodes, and it's there's some fucking weird shit. Like everyone's like, oh, I saw the trailer and it looked like Jackass, and I saw Boston. And it was like. Uh, the guys are rank and like oh you have to deal with them and I'm like you haven't seen anything yet like, <laughs> it's only the beginning yeah we eased you in what about the rambunctious folk yeah what about what, what quite the rambunctious folk you know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I rolled my eyes on that I'm turning I Scottish just, now uh, Scottish <laughs> I'm happy that I wasn't the disgusting one George you're a clean freak you can't be the disgusting one true <laughs> they've right. done they've done unspeakable things my last question for George do you will you ever care about eating health like do you, eat, do you are you always on an all pizza diet still to the mm, end not on an all pizza diet but i do eat a lot of shit food george has the worst diet of any you don't, you still hate on the vegetables with a passion i don't hate vegetables i just don't enjoy them uh, if i enjoyed them that would be ideal what are the I, odds you eat broccoli tonight no <laughs> <laughs> i tried right i tried broccoli it didn't fly i didn't like it we, we force fed him broccoli in america and i nearly gagged. spewed i was he like genuinely gagged <laughs> 
Actually, Eric fed me a raw bit of broccoli and it was much better than the cooked broccoli. Mm. I think mm. if I had to survive on raw broccoli, I could do it. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll end on that note. Yeah, thanks for wrapping that up for me, Giles. I'll see you guys. Listeners, thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Thank you. What am I saying here? And uh, <laughs> thank you guys for coming on. They, listeners, thanks for listening. Hey, it's been a long week all right? yeah. having you guys at my house. He's had like eight boys wanking in the house. I hear wanking in the middle of the night. Every time I try to like, every time I'm closing my eyes, I'm just about to doze off. I just the, the, taps in the distance. Yeah. Foreskins flapping loudly. Oh yeah, and their foreskins exactly. <laughs> I'm, not so much uns- I'm not used to so much uncut dick in my house. <laughs> Is anyone here circumcised besides me? No. <laughs> no. No. Damn, at least I got we a lot of it. docking options. We get to it. <laughs> <laughs> what is this podcast for? Uh, this podcast is completely degenerated yeah. into pure cock jokes. So we're going to go ahead and end it. But we see you guys on the Tuesday. The cock jokes will continue, Next, I promise. Yeah, yeah, they will continue. Next week, though. George, can you send us off with the, the best Irish, Northern Irish? Irish? Why the fuck know the, can I say it? I don't know what to say. Northern oh, Irish. Charles' mom is a complete milf. No, I didn't. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. I meant to say a same. All right, Charles, mom, very chuckle. We love you. Take care. Oh my God! All right, gang. I hope you enjoyed that one, as I did. Thanks again, Giles and George, for coming on the podcast. I hope you guys are um, killing it out there in Vancouver right now, and. Once again, the description has everything you need. Um, And I appreciate everyone that's been supporting the podcast. We got patrons. We got the Patreon page. If you want to check that out, that is a a huge help. I can't even believe. um, I can't put into words really how how much it means to have some of you guys out there supporting me. And then, of course, uh, just subscribing, just listening. You know, I, I appreciate everyone that's just being out here, giving the podcast some some feedback spreading the word and participating in it um of course all the sponsors are also linked out anything we mentioned the episode that we need to link and um and we'll see you guys on tuesday we're gonna do another double drop we're gonna have two back-to-back bonus weeks with uh with two episodes a week so very excited to be delivering that to you boys and girls and um we'll let tungi aigi or whatever the hell his name is play you out again with his awesome track be sure to check him out as well. Much love, guys. Peace.